Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his walk through Exodus by preaching the second part of his message, which is titled, God Will Get the Glory. Pastor Chuck's goal from this message is to help us establish and grow in our understanding of God's power. This message roots itself in Exodus 14, so if you have your Bibles, please turn over there now. Let's join in with Pastor Chuck. So watch this. He says, Pharaoh says, Pharaoh will say of the people of Israel, them people stupid. They are wandering in the land. They ain't got no direction. They don't have no vision. They don't have no understanding. They wandering. And the wilderness has shut them in. They don't know how to get out. And watch this. Verse 4, he says, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts. There it is. God will get glory. I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts. Pharaoh, the enemy and everything that is attached to the enemy and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Do you hear that? God said he will get glory. He would get glory in this. I hope you're encouraged right now. I'm getting so encouraged myself. I hope you are encouraged right now. I'm getting so encouraged. Listen, God is doing a great thing right now. Keep your eyes. Verse 5, when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of Pharaoh and his servants was was changed toward the people. And they said, what is this we have done that we have let Israel go for sermon? Now they realize what they had. Oh, can we speak about relationships right now? Can we take a relationship? I wish I had my baby right now. I wish I had my chocolate sunshine here with with me right now. Listen, this is what happened. (coughs) Watch this. Listen, they realized this. Oh, watch this. Watch this. I want to talk about relationships. This This might be the first part of a relationship series I need to do. Watch this. What is this we have done that we have let Israel go from serving us? Some of y'all, listen, some of y'all got to understand, listen, when you came up out of that bondage, your boo thing that used to be your boo thing realized they done messed up. And now they advancing on your heels trying to get you back because they realize how good you were to them. They realize how faithful you you served them. They realize how much you loved them. And once you broke away, now they don't want to let you get away. Oh, I need somebody to be encouraged. You need to realize that you coming out was really about you going in more into the presence of the Lord. Don't go back into the hands of Pharaoh. Don't go back there. Even though that Pharaoh is trying to pursue you, don't you let your mind take you back. God Almighty, this relationship. Some of y'all have been in relationships where you know as soon as you made a decision to come out, all of a sudden that old boo thought that he could reinvent himself, thought that she could reinvent herself and come back and grab a hold of you and say, baby, I want you back. I'm telling you right now, don't go back. The Lord does not want, why am I going this way? The Lord does not want you to go back. It's, it happens in, listen, they realize how good you are now that you're gone. Oh my goodness, this is going to be a long Sunday. I mean, not a long Sunday as in long, but this is, I was not expecting none of this today. Oh, that's one of the main ways we see it. Oh, one of the main ways we see it is in relationships. As soon as the Lord called you out, now all of a sudden, here comes Pharaoh. Hey, 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 you sure looking good. 
Hey, 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 guess what I've done with my life? Hey, 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 come, won't you come on back here? Won't you come on back and be with me? Do you not realize the bondage and oppression that they set forth for you while you were in that relationship? Don't go back, son. Don't go back, daughter. It ain't worth it. God is greater. God has purpose for your life. Don't fall into the schemes and tracks of the enemy. <sighs> We've all been there. <laughs> and, and we'll be honest, we've all been there. Because we, we thought, we, watch this, we thought there was some good loving back there. Well, oh, we thought there was some good love. If only they could get this right. If only they could do I would have stayed with them. God said, listen, I gave, I've given you space and grace to get out. Don't go back. It'll be, it'll be worse if you go back. It'll, it'll be real bad if you go back. Don't go back. I'm giving you space and grace. Don't go back. I'm giving you space to process. I'm giving you space, space to get away. And I'm giving you my grace that you will be sustained and that to know that in me you will and can make it. I don't, listen, let me just keep, let's continue. I, I had no business. I don't know what's going on today. Verse 6. So he made ready his chariot and took his army with him. When the enemy comes back for you, he's coming with everything. It's one last shot. I got to get her back. I got to get him back. And I'm doing the full court press. If you ever played basketball, it's called the full court press. We got to do everything to get the ball back so we can score because I'm trying to win. You don't want the enemy to win. And so they put on a full court pressure. But God is very strategic in how he gets you up out of that. So listen what the enemy does. He made ready his chariot and took his army with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. Verse 8, and the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the people of Israel while the people of Israel were going out defiantly. We talked about that last week, going out defiantly. We said we're going to see our way out. We're going to speak the word of God. We're going to see the promises of God. We're going to keep our head lifted towards the hills which cometh our help. And all of our help comes from the Lord. And we're going to see our way out. And so they left defiantly. They made a statement. I ain't staying here no more. We used to say it back in the day. Uh, uh, so I grew up in a, a, a liquor house pretty much back in the day. And what we used to say is whenever somebody would put you out, you would say, listen, I've been throwing out a better juke joints than this. So, I, I, oh, enemy, this is what you think you had? Uh, former, whatever this is, oh, you think? <laughs> that this was a great place for me to stay, I've been throwing out a better establishment. So they take a defiant posture to say, I don't live here no more. Love don't live here anymore. I don't stay here anymore because God has prepared for me a place in Christ Jesus by which I reside in the heavenly places. I'm in the heavenly realm. And so therefore, I'm coming up out of here. Some of y'all got to get your inner Diana Ross on and say, I'm coming out and I want the world to know when you make a stand for Jesus it ain't just coming out and you be silent you make a public declaration like blind Bartimaeus I'm coming out and I want the world to know I gotta let it show come on Diana with them lyrics help us preach this word today Diana I'm coming out I want the world to know when you have experienced the love of Jesus, the grace of Jesus, the mercy of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the promises of Jesus, all you can declare says, I'm coming out. I want the world to know I got to let it show. I got to let this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. What are you doing in me, Holy Ghost? I don't know what's going on right now. Watch this. 
Then verse 9, oh, I'm getting so good. This is getting so good to me. The Egyptians pursued them, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them in the camp by the sea, Piharoth, in front of Baal-Zephon. However you say that, verse 10, when Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and watched this, and they feared greatly. Put a pen right there, underline it right there. They feared greatly. They went from leaning out defiantly in faith, and now all of a sudden, the enemy comes back, and they see how vast the enemy is, all of the horses, all of the chariots, and you see how vast this enemy is approaching, and they, listen, they lifted up their eyes, and they looked at the enemy versus lifting up their eyes and keeping their eyes on the Lord. And they feared greatly, and the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt? That you have taken us away to die in the wilderness. What have you done to us in bringing us up out of Egypt? <coughs> Excuse me. Is this, <coughs> is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to die, for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Watch this. Some of us are unwilling to learn how to live in prosperity we only want to stay comfortable in what we have learned in dysfunction. This won't even in my notes, Finney. Won't even in my notes. Some of us, God is leading us out, and he's trying to give us a new mind and a new heart to teach us how to learn and live in a land of prosperity that he has provided. But we're so used to being comfortable, and we want to just rest and trust and believe in what we have already learned and places of dysfunction and places of bondage. Listen, some of us are unwilling to grow. And that's why I asked the question, will you commit to grow with me? It's so comfortable. It's so familiar to stay in bondage. As much as you cry out, you want out. And then when the Lord does it, he does it according to the way that you probably think it should be done. And nor should he. But then he brings you out. And because the coming out is work, it's a process. It takes for you to commit yourself to growing. If you start a new diet, if you start a new workout plan, if you start a new financial plan, whatever it is, it takes work. It's a, if you're repairing your credit, all of these type of things, if you're starting a new endeavor in education, if you're striving to get a new degree, a new certification, or whatever it is, when you're working on your resume trying to get a new job, it takes work. And some of us quit before we even get started. That's why, uh, no, let me just continue on. Let me just get, verse 13, watch this. Here we go. Key verse here, verse 13. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord. He will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You have only to be silent. Listen, I don't need you to talk fear. I don't need you to talk worry. I don't need you to talk doubt. I just need you to be quiet. Because faith hasn't, faith hasn't arisen in you enough. It hasn't rose up in you enough. I don't know which verb tense I was supposed to use in that case. But that, 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 that faith hasn't consumed you or overwhelmed you in the inside enough that out of the abundance of your heart, that's what you're speaking. 
Scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so now I've seen the vastness of the enemy's army. And so now I begin to speak. My heart has been consumed with fear instead of faith and watching what God has did through all of those plagues and leading me out. I saw God's strong hand delivering me. And now all of a sudden, because I see the enemy advancing, I begin to speak fear. That's human, family. Don't miss the humanity of this. I'm not trying to get you to be this robotic, perfect Christian. What I'm saying to you, this is human. It happens. We can be so high in the clouds one day, living all faith, and then all of a sudden, a phone call can come in, an email can come in, a text message can come in, and then our whole world crashes, and then all of a sudden, our hearts begin to fill up with fear, and then that's what begin to speak out of our mouth. So the Lord had to give a key instruction. Listen, Shh, shh, don't lose heart. Fear not, don't lose heart. Some translations say fear not. Some translations, which I love those, say do not lose heart. Don't lose your heart, your affection, your adoration for the Lord. Don't lose that right now. So here's, here's how I want you to do. Because power of death and life is in the tongue, shh, I need you to be quiet. Until I create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit with inside of you, shh. Somebody needs to hear that. Until the Lord creates in you a clean heart and renews a right spirit with the side of you, according to Psalm 51, shh, be quiet. Shh, be silent. I need you to close your mouth. I need you to open your eyes. Close your mouth and open your eyes and see the salvation, Lord, that he's going to work for you today. Verse 15, the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Why do you cry to me? This is what the Lord said to Moses. Why are you coming to me again? I already gave you instructions. I've already proved it over 10 plagues. I've already remembered my covenant. I already told you what I was going to do. You already showed the burning bush. Why are you coming back to me? Tell the people of Israel, go forward. Rebuild family and friends, wherever you are, whatever situation this may apply to you, God says, go forward, not backwards. Some of you have chosen to go backwards. Now the Lord has given you space and grace in this moment to remember and to hear the instruction again. No, I didn't call you to go back. I'm calling you to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch it out your hand over the sea and divide it that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will shall go in after them and watch this here it is again. And I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his hosts. The Lord will get glory over the enemy and all his hosts, his chariots and his horsemen that are trying to overtake you. <coughs> That's trying to overtake you. The Lord says, listen, he's going to harden the heart of your enemy. Oh, somebody should be running through their house right now. Whatever you've been struggling with, whatever you've been dealing with, I come by the faith in the Lord Jesus, by faith in the authority of his holy word to declare to you by the spirit of the true and living God that the end, that the Lord is going to harden the heart of of your enemy. Don't worry about your enemy. God is fighting for you. And God's going to get the glory. And the Egyptians shall know your enemy. Watch this. Your enemy will know out of that that he is your God, that he is the Lord, and your enemy will have to bow and succumb to defeat by the strong hand of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Oh, I want you to be encouraged right now. Do you hear what God is saying? Victory is in Christ Jesus. Oh, thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, he says, listen, and the Egyptian, your enemy will know that he is the Lord and that everybody's going to know that he has gotten, the Lord has gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. I want to preach from a subject today. If I had the ability to, I've been waiting my message already. Didn't know I was going to. I want to preach for a sermon title today. God will get the glory. Nobody else. God will get the glory. And that's where we'll pause for the day with Pastor Chuck's powerful reminder that God will get the glory. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck preaches the third part of this message entitled, God Will Get the Glory. 